Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. It's so great to have you along with us as we take a moment to take a look at the book. We're going to be looking at several passages of Scripture because we're not in a book study right now, but a subject study. What I hold in my hand is a series, a five-part audio series on CD entitled Angels and Prophecy. Do you know that the most used word in the book of Revelation is angels? You need to understand angels, how they were created, what their responsibility is today, how they will play into a Jewish person's life, a Christian person's life, and what about angels in the future? Well, that's what I cover in this five-part audio series on CD entitled Angels and Prophecy. We're going to take a moment and listen to Angels and the Jews, or at least a portion of it, and when we come back, I'll tell you how you can get your copy of Angels and Prophecy. But right now, let's listen and study how angels have an involvement in the last days with the Jewish people. Now there's seven years, one week of the 70 weeks left. Daniel 9, 27 talks about it. And he says, and he shall confirm a covenant with many. Well, by the way, anybody interested in peace in the Middle East? (laughs) Kind of right on target for the time, isn't it? He shall confirm a covenant with many, the Jews, for one week, seven years, and he shall cause the sacrifice. Oh, by the way, anybody trying to prepare the temple now so they can have it in this period? Don't have time to talk about it. Got a video back there. You see, I lay these things out so you'll buy my videos. <coughs> Got an ulterior motive. Anyway, and the sacrifice and the oblation shall cease, and the overspreading the abomination of, that maketh desolate. That which was a prototype in the person of Antiochus Epiphanes, the abomination of desolation, is going to once again happen. In that seven-year period of time called the tribulation, that time that's coming, Antichrist is going to desecrate the temple again. You know what Jesus had? Jesus had something to say about it, Matthew 24. Now I'm getting into your area. Matthew 24. Look what it says in Matthew 24. Matthew 24 is going to confirm what Daniel had to say. And the confirmer is going to be no other than Jesus Christ himself. Jeremiah said, We're coming, you're going to go into the time of Jacob's trouble like never ever before. You come along and Daniel says it's going to be a terrible time. I forgot to touch base with Daniel chapter 12 verse 1 where it says it's going to be a time like never ever before. Now Jesus confirms what Daniel was talking about. Daniel, uh, excuse me, uh, Matthew 24, 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, whoso readeth let him understand. Then let them which are in Judea flee into the mountains. And he says, escape. And I believe they run across the Jordan Valley into modern-day Jordan, the southern portion, to a place called Petra, an impregnable city, 25 square miles, where they were protected for three and a half years. Now, look down here. Verse 21. For then, continuation of description of this time, happening at the midway point of the tribulation, three and a half years at least from now, Verse 21, for then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. How many times have you read over that and not thought about? For 6,000 years, there's never been the trouble like it's going to be in the future. And what is it? It's when a, 
angel, Antichrist, goes into the temple in Jerusalem and desecrates it. You see what angels are going to be doing? Never since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Not only from the beginning of time, but into the future. There's never going to be a time like this. Persecution of the Jew. Verse 22, and except those days should be cut off. It's a short stop. There shall no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, for those Jews that turn to him as Messiah. He'll stop it. Look over at Revelation. Revelation. Revelation chapter 12. We'll dig into this on our last session together, but let me just show you the intensity in the last three and a half years, the great tribulation, the time of Jacob's trouble. Chapter 12, and we'll look at it. It's going to be the casting out of the angels from the first heaven, but look what happens in verse 13. And when the dragon, the dragon, the devil, saw that he was cast onto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. That is Israel. Verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. And so there, when Satan is cast out of heaven, all of his angels with him, their intensifying persecution starts to unfold on the Jewish people. He got the idea back in Daniel chapter 10. I'll use Haman. Oop, didn't work. I'll use Herod. Oop, didn't work. I'll use Hitler. Oop, didn't work. Hey, Haman, Hitler, Herod. Interesting. Didn't work. I got the idea. I'll release all my angels. When we study the last session together, the book of Revelation, how angels are involved in the end times, you'll see when he couldn't get man to do what he wanted to do, he releases his angels as a last-ditch effort to go into it. Persecution of the Jew. But, hold it. God has a plan. Oh, Satan has a strategy, which is persecution. God has a strategy, which is preservation. And he kind of gave a little glimpse of it when he took Jacob, Abraham's grandson, and said, come here, boy. Having wrestled Jesus, wrestling with him all night, I believe that was Jesus there. You can see Jesus throughout the entire Old Testament, if you just look. Jesus wrestled with Jacob all night, and finally, Jesus says, Jacob, what's your name? I'm Jacob, you know what my name is. No longer. It's now Israel. You know what Israel means in Hebrew? God prevails. God will fight for. And so God, why did he create angels? To serve him. What does he do? Dispatches Angels, I believe two in particular. Now, I'm a little bit waffly on one of them. His name is Gabriel. Gabriel, used four times in the Bible, is dispatched to... By the way, you know what the word Gabriel in Hebrew means? Warrior 
of God. <laughs> That's why I kind of think he's probably one of those archangels who's going to fight for the Jews. And he's dispatched in the eighth chapter of the book of Daniel to bring a message to tell him and explain about Antiochus Epiphanes. And then he's dispatched in the ninth chapter to give him Daniel 9, 24 to 27, the 70 weeks of Daniel. Oh, he's dispatched to Zechariah, Luke chapter 1, and to Mary, Luke chapter 1, to tell him about the coming Messiah. But this warrior of God, I believe, is going to be used of God to help protect the Jewish people. Jewish tradition says there are four archangels, Gabriel, and the next one I'm going to talk about, Michael, and two others. I know from Scripture, too, that I would probably say are the archangels. I'm definite about the one and pretty much positive about the other. Got Daniel? We've been there before. You ought to remember where it was. If you got a computer like mine, just go homepage and it goes back to Daniel. Daniel chapter 12. Daniel chapter 12. Let me show you something. Satan's strategy persecution. God's strategy preservation. Daniel chapter 12 verse 1. And at, the t at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, the Jewish people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time, and at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book of life. And Michael is dispatched, an archangel that will be dispatched to fight for the Jewish people. He's the one that fought for Jesus. Remember Daniel chapter 10? When Jesus was withheld, or that angel, the messenger, whoever you want to say, was withheld, who did God dispatch? Michael the archangel. When they were fighting over the body of Moses with Satan, who did God dispatch? Michael the archangel. Jude chapter 9. When in the heavenlies they've got to get rid of Satan and the one-third of the angels created who have been co-laboring with Satan, who does he call? Chapter 12, verse 7 of Revelation. Michael, the archangel, commander-in-chief of the angels' army under God. And Michael's dispatched, and he comes, and when the evil angels intensify their persecution on the Jew, Have we ever had a time in history just like this? No. Never has a stage been set like it is. A temple ready to go up. A Jewish people in the land in unbelief. A satanic religiosity surrounding them wanting to destroy them. A growing anti-Semitic fervor in the world. <clears throat> the proliferation of angelic, both fallen and holy angel activity. Never has the stage been set 
just like this. Just exactly like the prophetic scenario laid out in God's word said it would be. And Gabriel and Michael standing by to help preserve. As I've studied it, and I pray as you study more, you'll realize that stage is set. Every actor is in place. The curtain is about to go up. Father, thank you for the privilege of gleaning information that you've given to your prophets in days past. We are a privileged people. A people that you so honor allowing us to live in the time in which we live. But in addition to that, giving us all that information to show us the exact time in which we're living. A time that seems to be that time spoken of when Messiah Jesus would come. As we study, as we see now unfolding that which was spoken of in ancient days, might we grasp where we are making certain that we're prepared for that time. Living pure because of the time and being productive in light of the shortness of the time to warn others to bring them into the body of Christ. Thank you for what you're going to do because the word of God is studied. Not because anybody teaches it, but because it is studied by all of us. Help us to understand it. Allow the spirit of God to teach us. That's his ministry. And use it all for your honor and your glory. In thy precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Angels and Prophecy is what we've been listening to. It was one portion of a five-part audio series on CD entitled Angels and Prophecy, and we were focusing in on how angels play a role with Jews in the last days. In fact, in the first coming of Jesus Christ, there was a lot of angelic activity. Well, when Jesus Christ comes the second time, angels will play a key role as well. Remember, I told you earlier that angels, that word, or its plural, is used more than any other word in the book of Revelation. If you'd like to have your copy, go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and you can make your order there, or you can call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298. Easy way to remember that is 8-PROPHECY-8, 877-674-3298. Make that call and order your copy of Angels and Prophecy. By the way, I am so thrilled that you're studying prophecy with us. 
let me just continue to remind you that the next main event in God's calendar of activities is the rapture of the church. And you know what? That could happen even before I conclude this sentence. Well, having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...